kaboom. We're back, baby. Week 10 in the books. Pre-Thanksgiving week. The PTW for all those following at home. This is Mike. I'm joined by the quartet tonight. Everybody's here. Close to being on time. First time of the season. I was not last. First and who was first? My numero uno. Pete. YOLO, baby. Or Volo. Yeah, Volo. It's uh, Do you guys have Volo? Uh, it's like... um. It's like a softball, pickleball, all that stuff in like the city. Like you, you sign up for it. And you, it's like leagues. Dude, I feel like you have entry point into these very strange, innocuous, like connection between sporting events and urban life. Volo, whatever the golf thing was. What else do you know that I don't know? I'm very hip. Very hip. Yes. <laughs> well, all right. I think the hippest guy on the pod, backwards hat and all tonight. Hairline's covered up. Case. Yeah. Case, we got we got you for five minutes, Case. Then we'll have you back in seven. So good to see you. Happy week 10. And the caboose tonight, Steve, holding down the fort at his house, holding down the fort of the pod. How are we feeling, buddy? Feeling better. I'm at the Michael Jordan flu game this week. Yeah. Did you spread the sickness around the whole family? Probably. Well, actually, uh, I think I'm the third. So I think Luca's got another thing right now. All right. Well, I'm Kind of looking for a fake answer there. But, Steve, you wanted to call this the DeMarcus Ware episodes. This is episode number 94, DeMarcus Ware. Guys, we're 10 weeks through the season. Wow. I did some research. Yeah, it, you are correct in that research. We are 10 weeks in. That's all I got. Thanks for joining us. Let's get to the recap. So, no, what I tried to do, I wanted to go back because I was surprised how concentrated the league was from a record perspective. We'll get to it when we talk about recap. But I, I was thinking, I said, huh. Let me go look at the last couple of years and what people's records were after week 10 and the folks who made the playoffs. Oh, okay. We only have two years where week 10, because the NFL changed their season. So in the last two years, we've never had a team that's 500 make the playoffs. Wow. Really? In 2021, Orange Crush was six and four after week 10. In 2022, the Bungles and the Chosen Ones were six and four. Going, in. we've never had a five and five team in the last two years that makes the playoffs. The That's last team that we had five and five was actually four and five going into Week Ten. That was Brian Casey and the Jumbos. That's right, folks. I just called out the whole pod on a couple of statistics that we had, but the history tells us, and I was surprised to see this: the last two years, six and four was the worst record of folks. Going into the last week. This year, we're likely going to break the trend because we have only four teams, six and four and better. Um, always like to see when the pod and the league breaks the history of what we have. Interesting. I was surprised we saw it. Pete, you don't seem surprised or interested. One of the two. <laughs> I was Googling pictures of Ja Rule to make sure that I knew that he was one that wore a, a do-rag in the past. <laughs> it was Ja Rule. All right, Pete. You ready to leave us with a recap? Week 10 recap. Good scoring week. Um, here was the interesting stat I just saw on Yahoo, and I'll pitch it over to you, Pete. Did you know that the biggest blowout this week was 16 points? I didn't know that. I was going to make a note of that. Thanks for ruining it, Mike. That's incredible. What a closely contested week coming down to the wire. Pete, give us the Week 10 recap. Rivalry week. Rivalry week delivered. Hey, friendly reminder, your trade deadline is 10 days away. Don't uh, don't <laughs> cry to me next Saturday when you're like, hey, what's going on? I didn't know. Hey, have we ever put about a rule oh. to delay the trade deadline? No. Saturday, November 25th. I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're in uh, Milford or wherever the wherever you guys live. Everybody pay attention. It's the same time zone everywhere. Is what would you guys I think we should push the deadline back next year? Or Dynasty League. What just keep it open? Close it at the playoffs. We can't do it. You guys can't be trusted. All right, we can review. <laughs> Boom <laughs> of the point. week. Give it up for 182.28, Mr. CJ Spates. He is alive. <laughs> he did it. He did it. His first career. Boom. CJ, I send you the money over Venmo. So congratulations. Be on the lookout for it. <laughs> um, this was the uh, eighth highest score of the season. Uh, 26th all-time on the boom list. Um, 
you know what I thought? Was Go ahead, Brian. What do you want to interrupt with me now? I, I can't believe this. This did not take long at all. He, he probably thinks the boom is just some made-up award that nobody actually gets money for. He's going to be shocked when he actually gets something in his account. <laughs> what did he just get 50 bucks for? He's going to log in. Yeah. Case, that was funny. Good interruption, yeah, Case. It's still, it's still early in the podcast. He'll have some bad ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> easy, buddy. <laughs> um What's it called? So uh, I was looking at, I did some research and I was trying to figure out who is the person that's been boomed on the most in the last two years. You guys want to take a guess? Lloyd. Brian Casey. Nope. Nope. Don't use my full name. No. <laughs> Brian William Casey. Uh, oh, Kevin name. Breen. The Kevin Breen, the lucky guy. He has been boomed on five times in the last two seasons. Uh, by far the most. Um, DeVito and Casey, you both, you both had three in second place. Who's been boomed on the least? I don't know. I didn't look at that. Oh. Is that okay, baby? How do how am I supposed to know that? I don't know. <laughs> all right. I always um, ask random questions, and you sometimes just have this spreadsheet with all these stats. I'll throw it out there. Yes. I don't know. Well, at least when you chime in, it makes sense. Thanks. All right, Beast of the Week. Let's give it up for Keenan Allen, uh, 49.67 points. Allen's second ever Beast of the Week. He had 40 points in uh, 2020. Um, this beast ranks 22 all time. CeeDee Lamb, again, second on the oh, list. Awesome. 48 awesome. points, 39 points, and 47 points. He's been second three weeks in a row. What a awesome. beast. I know you guys didn't care enough to do a midseason superlative pod, but if you did, I would have said that CeeDee Lamb was my MVP. All right, can next. Believe, can you believe we wouldn't do that, Pete? Gosh, you guys, you guys have no dedication to anything. Going deep, Jamar Chase, 64 yards. This one ranked 45 out of whatever. Uh, David Montgomery had a 75-yard run, but Darian had it on his bench. Kittle had a 66-yard uh, reception on my bench. So the two longest plays were on the bench. Um, but good for uh, Jamar Chase. Lloyd, you got it. Scoring summary. Last three weeks were 134, 141, 113. The average score this week was? In the four, I'd say high. One, 141 is a good number. I'll go back to it. 136. 134. DeVito, 134 on the nose, nails it. Uh, this was uh, the Jeez. highest scoring week since uh, week eight was 141. Yeah, this was a pretty high one up there. So our season average went up one point to 133, and uh, pretty much all the same magic numbers are the same. Yeah, that's well, the I, can't, I can't believe, Pete, how – thanks, as always, Pete. Appreciate your recap and your statistics. I can't believe how close all these games were. I think it'll be exciting to look back. I haven't done it. We're doing it live is to see really where the coaching decisions factored into who got the win and who got the loss. And our game of the week is an important one. We had a couple of locks on this game. The OGs of the pod, Pete and Mike, backed up the OG of the league, Christian Dedarian. He squeaks out a win with the NG. Is that what you call a new G? New G, I think one of the biggest bonehead calls of the week. But we'll get to that when we talk about the recap. Christian takes down Lloyd by a mere nine points in week number 10. Ooh. Speaking of nine points, the average difference of a game this this week, the average score difference was 9.8 points. So it was a very close one. Two-point win. There was a five-point win. The biggest blowout, as you said. It's normally in the 50s. It was 16. Um, very exciting week. Okay, Darian makes it three and two um, since in, against Larkin in the all-time series. Um, he also makes it a sweep against Lloyd, something that Christian actually hasn't done before. So that's a, a first-time thing for him. Um Lloyd was one of two teams this week to see his five-game losing streak, his five-game winning streak snapped. Give it up for him and Devito. He also got the donut of the week. He started Dotson, who got a zero. Um, both teams don't drop at all in the standings, so overall, not a not a bad one to lose. I'm curious to get the pod's reaction to the question I'll pose. We'll go to Lloyd first as the loser. Three guys who significantly underperformed. What do you think the worst coaching move was? Don't give me Monday morning quarterback, but give me process. Worst coaching decision, was it the Levis call on the road in Tampa, the London call on the road in Arizona, or the Dotson call on the road in Seattle? What was the worst call, do we think, from the pod? Levis. Why? Steve, go ahead. you were going to say something, Steve. Steve? Steve, I thought you said Pete, sorry. Um, I, I don't think it, it can't be Dotson. I mean, Dotson's been pretty hot for him going up in Seattle. I thought Seattle had a poor week against Baltimore. I know Baltimore had a big running game in that one, but I didn't see, you know, Washington's always behind. They did throw the ball. I was surprised with that one. I actually thought, I know Smith and Jigba got 10 points, and it's not one of the three you said, Mike, but I would have played Najee Harris there. I thought Najee Harris at home against Green Bay. They love running the ball. Um, I, I would have sat Smith and Jigba. I wouldn't have 
I would have played Levis on the road against Tampa. I thought he looked pretty good when they were on the road against Pittsburgh. So I don't think I would have sat him. Kate, Steve's point. You think Levis was a bad play? Say more about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the track record. He had a really good week two weeks ago, and then he followed up with nine spot the week after. I, I just don't think he's got the track record in this marquee matchup to to coin toss that one. Like, I think if you're Dan, if you're a real team, you're, you're probably picking somebody that's going to give you a, an expected score and less of a kind of boomer bust type play, you know, relative to what he's matched up on the other end when he's playing a, a Geno. So I think you're uh, you're both playing backups. Um, CGD played the higher floor backup and it paid off. Yeah, I'm with you, Case. I think the Levis play was a bad call. Pete, you're a roster construction guy. Look who you're playing against. Uh, we all anticipated Darren have a big week. A couple of us picked him to lock, you and I. There you go, ride the old dogs. Um, Darren won with ETN doing nothing, hurts on a bye. Is Christian moving into front runner status with DeVito at the top of the league? Yeah, he's not moving into it. He's already there. Uh, he's. Uh, I think he's going to be probably. Uh, I think he could probably book a trip to the Super Bowl at this point. I thought the team looks pretty good, and it's getting even better. I think one of the biggest things is uh, Hawkinson coming along. Tight ends don't normally have as much value, but with Dobbs, he seems to target him so much that he's actually putting up these like wide receiver one numbers. So uh, another weapon for him, and I think he's going to probably uh, cruise into the playoffs at least. He's going to have Achen back. He's going to have Hertz back off the bye. I'll be interesting, and Steve will get you uh, in the previews coming up in the game of the week. Jefferson appears to be back this week. Does that change some of the fortunes for Jadarian's roster? But a big win, and a guy sits at second in the league and about to enter the game of the week again. But a team who he'll be facing another very close one and a tough loss for our league leader. Innes keeps his season alive. I said it was winner go home for him. He wins Innes by two over DeVito. Give us the recap. Jeff narrows the history against Steve, uh, seven to six since, or six to seven, sorry, since 2017. Steve had won three in a row. So redemption for Jeff after a week one loss. Wire to wire win by Ennis, even though it was only by two points. Um, he improves one spot in the standings. He's up uh, to the sixth seed. Steve still in number one and has Dedarian up next, whom he had lost to in week two. So tough road up, I think, for, uh, for DeVito. Steve, without looking at the scores, I think if I told you Keenan Allen was going to put up 50 and Burrow was going to put up 27, you would have felt good. In hindsight, Ingram, Madison, couple plays that went the wrong way. Tony Pollard, you keep putting him in the lineup. He's done squat hole. Any moves in hindsight you were battling internally and wish you made a different decision and give us your reaction on your team? I was battling between Ingram and McBride. And we're playing McBride, dude. That's a ridiculous Mike, thing. Wants, Mike, I'll show you my messages. Ask Brian Mackey. Ask him. Take a screenshot. Go ahead, ask him. Take a screenshot ask of your no no, 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 no. I don't need no. to. This is the point. Ask of the no, no, ask him. I know you say, oh, no, 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 no. Ask you said him. it wise, guy. Now you have to back and forth with this. Take a screenshot of the text messages you sent Brian Mackey and send it to me, and then I'll believe you because I knew you were going to say oh, that because right. I knew you were going to say that. that's a ridiculous statement. Case, can you just back me up? Yeah, that's r r ridiculous. When did you just pick him up last week? You're going to plug and play him? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come with Murray on. coming back, they got, there's no receiver that's there. Why don't you guys watch any of the He's of got the Hollywood down these, there. That's all he said was – now, McBride, that's a good pickup, Steve. I'm with it. Don't worry. It's a good no, I'm not arguing it wasn't a good pickup, Steve. Make the pickup. Kyler hadn't played all season. The Cardinals' offense isn't very good. Steve was not thinking about putting McBride in. He's going to show me a text message with the word McBride to Mackey. I'm supposed to believe him. Over, like, you know, if, listen, I don't really care if you believe it or not, but the fact is that's what I was going between. You don't have to realize what I was thinking. Our listeners don't I chose Ingram. That movie's suspect. Good. I, I chose could, Ingram, and the I reason I chose Ingram is because he's been a target hog in Jacksonville, and it was a poor decision. Hog I wish what? we could do I wish we could do a poll. Um, Pete, you made a trade with Ennis, and he went Stroud. He, there's a world where he is stacking this Texans young pair of Stroud and Dell. Big win for Ennis. He's back in the running, and him and I this week is a pretty massive game for our playoff implications. Your thoughts on yeah. on Jeff's performance? No, Stroud's playing uh, playing lights out, and I thought it was a smart deal at the time. Um, you know, you're, you're one injury away from uh, your entire season being sunk, but at the same time, it's working right now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, great game. Two-point game again. Like, first two games of the week that close – I think DeVito's going to be kicking himself that he didn't put Trey McBride in because I certainly thought it was the obvious play. 
would have been a victory, but he'll still be in the game of the week coming up. So, Steve, you still have a chance to get McBride back in your house. Yeah. coming your Let's way. Get Let's get him in next week. It'd be <laughs> so awesome. He's in my lineup. Thank you very Looking much. Looking forward. Looking forward, guys. All right. Speaking of a guy who needs to look forward because he shouldn't look back, Case mm. puts up 166 and loses. Pete, give <laughs> us the recap. Space over Casey. <laughs> CJ improves to five and six against Casey since 2017. This avenges his week one loss by 0.25 with his first ever boom. It's called karma, Brian Casey. How does it feel? Second <laughs> case. Another, Second uh, case. Another dubious honor I have in this league. Second case. <laughs> Remember when you won by 0.25 and you thought you were so lucky? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't All text right. CJ after this one. <laughs> Well, the lack of bench depth comes back to bite Casey. Uh, Spates improves from the ninth seed up to the eighth, and, and he's pretty much still alive in the standings as long as he uh, doesn't have his seventh loss. Casey, you lost your fourth straight and drops out of the playoff picture for the first time all season. Mm, tough one. So, Case, you texted me at the beginning of the week, and you said, hey, should I play Ridley or Noah Brown? And you ended up playing Ridley. <laughs> should have listened to him. <laughs> I know. I just picked. I just picked him up the waiver wire. It was definitely a plug and play type move. He's a he's a Stroud target hog, as they say. Yeah, you, have on, been, you have been battling injuries for the last few weeks. You had Moster on a buy, Cup on a buy. You put up one sixty six. Your team stays in the middle of the league. I think you. If I'm you, I think you still have to be feeling somewhat optimistic because you haven't had a full roster in a while and there's a hope that Jefferson gets back. Give us your reaction. Obviously you've been taunting spares for years and he stepped on you like the midget you are compared to his size. So what do you think about the game and give me your reaction going forward? Risk analysis. I'm, I'm, I'm just a midget comparatively. To this yeah. Space. Is that what it was? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. This is the first week in the last couple weeks that I actually felt okay. Cause I actually put up points. I've been barely putting up 110 the last couple of weeks. So, I made, in three weeks. I made the magic number and I lost, so I'm, I'm an outlier with this week. But um, Devontae got fed, you know, uh, with a bunch of targets. He had like 14 targets. That was good to see. Amonra had another good showing. You know, Jefferson gets back. I, I'd like to think for the third straight week, I'll say I feel good about my roster, but I need to be healthy. I think that's apparent. 25th third year. straight week? This would be the 11th straight week. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Taysom Hill magic ran out. Years now, buddy. <laughs> All right, guys. I just I'm gonna Noah Brown. I like that pickup case. <laughs> so we've got if you had uh, to pick up Noah Brown or Trey McBride, who'd you pick up? Trey Watson, McBride. Watson going to the IR. I wonder if Spates will keep him on his roster. Fields appears to be back this week. I just want a percentage out of a hundred. DeLuca just claimed to Darian 100 percent makes the playoffs. Spates yeah. booms, still in ninth place, or maybe eighth place. I haven't quite looked, but what are the chances this team makes a run and it's in the playoffs? Out of 100. Go, Pete. Who, CJ? Yeah. Uh, zero. Zero, guys. Yeah. Pete. I don't think he's going to make the playoffs at all. Yeah. Case. <laughs> I will give him a 6% chance. Yeah. 6 chance. Brian Robinson doesn't get 119 receiving yards on a daily basis. That was the biggest crap shoot of this whole thing. Uh, yeah. Brian Robinson's the fourth running back in fantasy football this year. So not that either. So six percent because he because he runs and scores touchdowns. The 119 receptions was ridiculous. Steve, percent? Uh one. Yeah, I think it's a little higher than that guy. He's got <laughs> like he has the th he has the third lowest point total in the league. That's He's all right. Six. He's one and zero. Because I think it's a little bit higher than that. I'll go 12. 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 I'll go Old number Uno down there. I think I beat you by six total points twice this year. Yeah. Uh, I took you down by four. Give us the recap, Clelly over Deluca. Did you see how you? Did you see how you won? Did you see? The yeah, play? he fumbled it, picked <laughs> it up, and then 
<laughs> he fumbled it, and I go, yes! And then he picked up, no! He like, you got to be kidding me. Um, Mike improves to uh, four and six against me since 2017. Season sweep for Mike against me, who won the first game by five points and the next game by four points. Um, I was nervous about the Ravens. Uh, no, everyone on this podcast was nervous about the Ravens game, but I stayed true to it. I said it was going to be a high-scoring game. I said I wasn't afraid of Watson in the matchup, and I think that the Ravens can be exposed, uh, especially at home if uh, if it gets late in the game. Anyway, I dropped to ninth place and probably out of it with low points. Kaleli, you move into fourth because uh, of the KC collapse. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Mike. You're the only team from week one to win. What? You're the only team from week one that had won that won again in week 10. So I'm the only team that has swept someone this year twice. Yeah. So does that, mean, does that mean week one is rivalry week as well? Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. I, I, wait, I, did I get that right? Yeah. Because Casey beat Spates. That happened again. DeVito beat Ennis. That happened again. Yeah, it has to be the same schedule. Yeah. Second yeah. Larkin. Mike. Um, yeah. yeah. The only one that won. Did you know that your point total in the sweep? For week one and week ten, it was less than Spates. I did not beat Spates's. No, I, did. I did. I'm two and zero. I'm two and zero. I don't think I beat Casey yet. He has a loss, and I have two wins. So no, you did. You had him by eleven points. <laughs> um, I think I might have the trustworthy team that I've ever. Had. I, there's not one guy that I put him on my roster, guys, that I feel like they can perform. At the moment, I'm being carried by Dak Prescott, who I just picked up, and Puka Nakuka, who I picked up. I don't even know how I keep. I have no idea how my team is six and four. I think it's a miracle that I'm where I am in the league, but I'm six and four, so I'll take it. Uh, do we want a swan song, Pete? This might be it. I think Pete deserves a somewhat of ovation. The garbage keepers he had, and he put up a galleon effort in a number of weeks at four and six. So Hold on a second. It's all of his own doing. He it's trained not over. Hey, buddy. I'm not giving him a swan song <laughs> clap. I don't no, need a swan song right now. Hold on. It's not over. It's not over until right I see away. it. And oh, okay, yeah. Baltimore scored 33 points. Yeah, Lamar Wait. had 16 fancy points. Nice job, buddy. In the percentage <laughs> points of Pete's boomed on. Oh, oh, percentage oh, points of Pete's playoff chances. No, he's just like, like he's, uh, do more he's likely to make the playoffs. Deluca or Space? Space. He's he's got got Space is boom card, so he's all he's all upset. <laughs> Oh, Pete, that was ugly. I'll get the win. I'll take the win. Uh, Pete, sorry, buddy. You're at the basement. Uh, do you have your first round pick? No, no Green does. Give it to Michael Thomas. Really first round pick. Come on. Uh, give it to Michael Thomas. Pick. I forgot about I that. First round pick since high school. Speaking to Michael Thomas, let's go to his team that he was on until he moved him, that he has him, that he doesn't have him. Who knows? Michael Thomas, is, I think, got arrested. But the blowout of the week last game is Breen has not been on the winning side of the blowout of the week in four years. I looked it up, guys. No surprise. Wow. I have no, I just made that up. It feels accurate, but I have no idea. Um, but Breen takes down DeVita. Give us the recap of our fifth game of week number 10. Yeah, Breen breaks a 5-5 uh, tie against Andy. So he is 6-5 uh, and five against him since 2017. It ends a two-game winning streak that Andy had against Kevin. This is the first win for Breen since the Mahomes deal. So a uh, little bit of a curse snapped there for him. Yeah, another wire-to-wire -wire win for Breen, uh, who embraced his first week as spoiler. So good for him. Uh, Davida drops from sixth to seventh, but with being with him being the fourth highest in the points, he's still pretty much alive. Um, anyway, yeah, good game by Breen. Played spoiler week one and got one. Steve, you have essentially every week that Breen's been here said that there's no world where you can see a path to victory. Obviously, a good one is a week that the stack is not involved in Davida, and Davida had a bad week across the board is there a world where kevin can pull some momentum here i mean for him him and pete being the last two makes no difference so give us your reaction if you're kevin and the roster he put together this week and your thoughts kevin's playing for next year let's be honest he's gathered all the picks like he always does gonna draft some young talent he always picks some really weird name guys that no one has any idea about and they end up being fantasy studs but I mean, Brain is playing spoiler. He's going to try and beat Case this week with a bunch of guys on a bye for him. So we'll see that happening. Sorry, Case. I don't mean to reverse yeah, chase you there. But, but um, no, I think for Andy, like, it's not panic right now. But uh, this week for uh, for him and I think a couple of other managers, it's kind of elimination week coming up. You, you can't afford to drop another one uh, with other teams uh, above you uh, have the opportunity to win, especially this week when he's playing Lloyd. Who's just who's got a two-game lead against him? So it's pretty. It's pressure time right now for teams like uh, Andy. 
Case, we have continued to talk about the potential boomability of Andy's roster week to week. I do think we need to acknowledge that he has a couple of guys who have now continuously been very sporadic. Specifically, I'll talk about Henry. Specifically, I'll talk about Diggs. And then really, you're the Devonta Adams owner, so I think you know, you have no idea who's going to perform for the Raiders. I think Andy's obviously not pleased about 107. What's his reaction coming in? Does he chalk it up to my stack was out, or does he chalk it up to I'm worried I got to change the course over the next two weeks? Andy might not even know what's going on, if we're we're being honest. Um, He knows. He, he had he had the, he had the draw that he needed to to be in the mix at this point, getting the the tenth place team when his stack was on a buy and and basically got you know choked essentially. But yeah, Derrick Henry is unreliable at this point. the The concerning one I think is Diggs because you know it's not like their their team is bad, but their offense is not playing very well right now. They they just fired their offensive coordinator because of it, so that is not a a good sign for weeks to come. Where are you guys seeing this issue with Diggs? He's consistently been scoring. I mean, he's getting 12, 12, 16, 11 targets. The guy's got nine nine or 10 catches every week. I know he had a poor week this week, but he was matched up with Sertan against a defense that Mike hates, but has been a top three defense. You did. Top three. No, that was Kate. Sorry. Top three defense for the last. I love Denver's defense. I love them. I have very very little hate in my heart. Everyone relax. I don't know why Diggs is volatile. I think Diggs is one of the more consistent guys on his roster. If you're going to say Diggs is volatile, then you can say that Kelsey is over the last two weeks. I don't think Kelsey has been a volatile guy. I don't think I would, he used the word volatile. I just said where the air is concerned, they just fired his offensive coordinator. That's I don't know who's concerned though. He's still scoring points. That's the only thing that I was I would say. Yeah, the like, old offensive coordinator. Where did you hear the stuff about Diggs? And they did fire his offensive coordinator. So that's the only thing is like, even though it could be a good thing, it could be a bad thing. It's an unknown thing. I mean, the new guy that's in is there is uh, Joel Brady. He was the um, he was the offensive coordinator when Barrow was in L- was at LSU, and they loved to throw the ball. So he's he was also the offensive coordinator of the Carolina Panthers and got fired from that job. He's also a former colleague of mine at the College of William Mary. Go, hey. Joe. Yeah. Hey, and go? Go? Never mind. You're right. He's screwed. If you, want inside, if you want the inside track on Diggs, let me know. I'll give him a call. <laughs> the only thing I like about Diggs is he complains so much. Yeah, he's he's, he's a way bad. better fancy insight than uh, Brian Mackey. He's had two it. bad yeah. weeks in a row, and he's probably going to complain and get like 15 targets next week. So look out against uh, Andy's team. And let's get to the preview momentarily before we get there, though. Case, let's get some picks rundown, buddy. I have no idea how anybody did, but I got a lock because Pete and I were locked in on Christian. What else we got? Yeah, I know that. Listen, I know one thing. One one guy on this uh, pod was texting today bragging about his picks. Do you know that Pete DeLuca has picked nine of his last ten correctly and has also picked nine of his last 15 correctly? Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> what but a guy. Pete, Pete one of the standings is being dominated. Pete went, Pete went four and one in the week, so he ranks uh, the top for this week's performance, four and one, and he went another three and zero oh in his superlatives. He is six for his last six. That is a new record. May you eat those old for five words, brother. Are you keeping track of who's won? I think Pete must be winning superlative of the year. No, like you keep those. I can track that, Mike. As of right now, he is tied two way tie. You and Pete are both fourteen and sixteen with your superlatives this week. Okay, forty seven percent clip. Mike, three and two showing this week. You've jumped back up to number one spot by one game. Steady, steady, Eddie. Even with the worst week, going two and three, falls back a game. Pete, with the four and one week, creeps up to a tie for second, one game back of Mike. And we don't need to talk about the fourth member. He's not. What did you do this week? One and four? <laughs> three and two. Three and two. Oh, you're back. Just keep the score. Just give me the I'm 23 and 27 overall, though. So. Right, well, if you're playing from, if you're playing at home, just make sure you. Yeah. Uh, Steve Devito knocked out his first boom of the season. This week, he is now one and nine in his boom picks. Thanks, Bears. Bates. What a pick! Which was had the longest odds, obviously. So that should count for two. Good pick for yeah. Good pick for Steve because he's talking. Oh, because he's never boomed. How many people in the league still listen to this thing? By the way, do we think people still are involved? There are four people in the league to listen. I think our team has gone up tremendous. Oh no, I know does. Lloyd does. There's a lot of people that listen. Yeah, a lot of people. All of them still listen. You think Spares listens? 
I see Spates on the I see Spates on the thing. Don't worry, he listens. Yeah. You know his IP address? Yeah. No, he looks at the Instagram story. Oh, he, how many? How many times a week do you think? How many times a week do we think Case is listening to it these days? Uh, Somebody listens my to Thursday, it. My Thursday morning commute. I don't know. Who In Sunday afternoon. Um. I sometimes can go back and listen to it if I need some for content for the next pod. So usually a Monday or Tuesday if I need to. Interesting. Oh, it's, you're doing a bang up job with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I grade I grade us out, and I I always come out with A pluses, Pete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, A plus. Your own grading. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, Man. speaking of A plus, Pete, A plus game of the week. Our one and our two seed, Devito. I feel like you have had the one versus two matchup four times this season. I don't know how that's even possible, but it feels like that's the case. DeVito somehow hanging on to the one seed. Another statistic I wish I looked up. I could have done it. It feels like the first seed after week 10 being tied at 7-3. and three, I almost always feel like we have a 10-0, 9-1, some team that's taken dominance of the league. Maybe it's because we've gotten Lloyd through the cycle and he's got a couple of years. We're concentrated, guys. This league's pretty tight at the moment. Uh, but top of the league, nonetheless, two seven and three teams. Pete, give us the preview. Bungles, pillars. Yep. Uh, Darian is six and three. <laughs> the Darian six and three. I got lost. I got lost. <laughs> the, battle of the, the battle of the big heads. The, it's the old school joke. I'm not even going to make it. But uh, Darian six and three against DeVito since 2017. Christian won uh, by only 17 points in week two. Uh, so it was it was a pretty narrow win by Christian. Um, key players in this game. I really don't like Joe Burrow on a short week in Baltimore Thursday night in a blackout game in the Raven stadium. I think that that is going to be a hornet's nest to go into. And I really do think that Baltimore is going to answer big. Um, Jalen hurts on the other hand at Kansas city, the Darian's quarterback. Uh, he has to go on Monday night football. So I think it's kind of interesting that DeVito's quarterback is rushed on Thursday night in a bad situation. And the Darian's quarterback is on Monday night in a fantastic situation. Um, given that and some other things, TJ Hawkins that I talked about, I really do think that he's going to excel. And I also think that uh, we talked a little bit about the squeaky wheels. Garrett Wilson, I think he's the next one on the squeaky wheel list. Um, with that, I'm picking Dedarian. Uh Steve, uh, uh, superlative? Upset? Nope. No upset yet. All right, Steve, uh, attack of your manhood because your team is back to pretty close to full strength. Nice. Big news, you've got Tyreek back. You've got A.J. Brown back. And you've got McBride on the run that he's on. So your roster looks pretty set. I think Keenan's queue is a maintenance queue. But talk to me a little bit about how you're thinking about putting your team together as you get into another big matchup against Christian in your fifth game of the week. Well, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about the Ravens having a big night, I think that means that Mark Steve, Andrews is gonna have a big Steve, night. We're gonna talk about it. We're doing that. So Mark Andrews is gonna have a big night on Thursday which to me means that Burrow is going to be trailing and this one is going to have to throw all night long. So night as far long. as the game goes, I agree with you, Pete. I think Baltimore is going to hand Cincinnati a bad, a, a big loss, but I think that Burrow is still going to get his 300 and maybe two or three in this game. I Ooh. think it's going to end up being high scoring. So I'm not as worried on a short turnaround because I knew, I know they're going to have to throw the ball and it's supposed to be pretty nice weather for all of us. Yeah. Right, Pete? Yeah, nice it's, like, it's supposed to be like 60 and like clear. It's like supposed to be a beautiful night. So that's yeah. not going to be a factor at all. Um, I, I really like the idea of Andrews having a big night. I think Barrow's going to have a, a, an average night for him. Even if he's in that 20 to 25 range, I think that keeps me alive um, with Hertz on Monday at Kansas City, which is going to be a, a shootout with those two teams. Um, Tyreek Hill, to me, being back at home against Vegas. Um, Vegas just got burned by Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson. Uh, throwing the football. I know it wasn't high scoring points wise because Zach Wilson loves to turn the ball over. Um, but uh, Tyreek Hill is going to have a big week. And with Deshaun Watson out, Jerome Ford is going to get the ball a lot uh, at home against Pittsburgh. So uh, I love Christian's team, but I do think with Jefferson back, that's going to hurt Addison. I think Jefferson is going to take targets away from Addison and Hawkinson. I still think Hawkinson will see his. I'm going to take myself. I'd love to hear it, Steve. Some wishful uh, things. Case, yeah, some wishful. There's a weird scheduling thing going on in this game that we haven't heard of. Steve, are you cool to have two guys Thursday night when your opponent has zero? That doesn't scare you? Doesn't okay. matter. All right. Weird thing, Case, I don't know if you look. Christian is in like prime time 
Sunday, Monday night. His whole roster feels like it's Sunday, Monday night. So he's got a couple of interesting things that I'd love to get your perspective on. Um, and I'm going to call it game bundles. So he's got game bundles where a few guys in that Denver-Minnesota game and then his quarterback going up against Steve's top receiver. So how do you think about roster construction when you see guys all playing in the same game? If Minnesota-Denver is a low-scoring game, he's in trouble. And give us your pick as you look at Christian's roster. Uh, I, mean, I guess in terms of roster construction, I don't, you know, I don't know if he has many options because he's got he a couple guys by. Um, so I don't know if that's it's a construction issue. I think it's just more of a prime time slot, which you guys know. I I think that Denver defense prime time might show. Um, they look good. They look good against Buffalo again. Secondary yeah, is good. Yeah, they're, 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 turning they're turning it around. Um, so so here's the thing for me. I, I look at both rosters. I think Steve has the better top half, especially when he has the Twin Towers back with with A.J. Brown and Tyreek Hill in what I would call favorable matchups. He has Tyreek into bad Vegas defense, and he's got um, his opponent's quarterback's top target. So I think that lines up really well for him. I don't like the bottom of his roster. Like Tony Pollard is has had three straight sub-10-point weeks. Um, Trey McBride, who we so high on 12 minutes ago, didn't mention him among the 40 players that he just talked through. So that was interesting to hear. Um, but but I, I do think the top of his roster is better than Christian's roster, which is a little bit more spread out. Um, and I do think with Hawkinson against Denver's defense, Addison against Denver's defense, um, and the emergence of Jamar Gibbs in that backfield in Detroit, which is interesting. Um, Montgomery really cashed in on one big play for his points last week. I'm going to take Steve. Pete, which one of these two guys do you think just talked more? <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I, real, I really feel like the real loser in all of this. I'll take Steve. Uh, <laughs> I think the Kansas City-Philly game is going to be lower scoring than we think. Primetime games do weird stuff. Uh, and I think yeah. the guy we haven't talked about on Dedarian's roster that has carried him the last couple of weeks is Rashad White, who is top 10 running back in the league, target heavy, uh, going into San Francisco on a Thursday, on an afternoon game on a Sunday. I don't love that. I don't actually expect this one, even though it's the one in two teams in the league, to be super high scoring by our league standards. But I'll take Steve to hold the reins as the number one seed. Pete, Ooh. any other thoughts? No. You're the lone, lone guy on that one. No superlatives for me, Case. Maybe I'll come back to it, though. Game number two. Doing it live. Wow. Uh, this is a big one. This this might be a loser leaves town for one of these teams. So let's go game number two. Lloyd DeVita. Lloyd entrenching himself as number three seed on a path to playoffs against a guy who might need a win. Is it loser leaves town for Andy? Pete, give us the preview of Lloyd and DeVita. Uh, Andy is three and one against Lloyd. Um, although their last game, Lloyd won. It was only by two points. It was 106 to 104. Uh, very low scoring game, but Lloyd won. Uh, Andy's 104. His he was the lowest scorer that week, and that was his lowest score of the season. Uh, key players for Davida. I started to like when I when I look at this, I look at like matchups and see, and I see all the players, and I divide them out where they all go, and I'm like, who's got the best stuff? Davida has. Wait, what? What did you just say? What I like to do is I like to look at like who has good matchups as a whole. I'm like, okay, Patrick Mahomes, this guy, but and then I divide yeah. them up by the teams and I say, okay, Casey has three guys with good matchups. Devito oh. has three guys with good matchups. Oh. Oh, Andy, like Andy Devita has the best lineup I have ever seen assembled going into a going into a matchup according to my standards, um, which are the they're pretty low. To be fair, you have very low standards. <laughs> so I'm going to go out on a limb with a couple of crazy uh, predictions here. Um, I could go into, I could go into the whole thing. What are my standards? Which are low. Which are low. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, like, I don't want to go into all this. Mahomes against Philly looks amazing. Uh, Adam Jones against the um, uh, the Aaron, Aaron Jones. Aaron. Sorry, Aaron Jones against the um, Chargers looks amazing. Henry against Jacksonville, even Singletary. Kelsey has a huge matchup, which is why I am going out on a limb and I'm picking Davida as the triple threat, the boom, the lock, and the upset. Let's see if he can pull off all three. And I want to go out on a limb because that's that's a that's a prediction in itself. I think he's going for a 200 plus score. I think he might make a run at 271. So I'm going to go. I've I've said that before in the past. 
Dude, when I tell you I think that this roster is going to explode this week, I think Andy DeVita is, is going to explode. So, Pete, just give me the real quick. Mahomes obviously goes in a quarterback. Kelsey goes in for Boyd. It looks like Higgins is out, so Boyd's the number two. Is it Boyd? Is it Myers? Who's the, who's his final roster? Who cares? I, I, oh, for, I think I mean, based off your last statement, you just said I have his greatly. I thought you were giving me a question about Lloyd. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I actually don't. Okay, so I think he's. I'm sorry. I thought really? you were I, I, yeah, you got to get rid of Myers, but <laughs> Kelsey. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you were giving me a question about Lloyd. Oh, I really wasn't paying attention. Andy, Andy. Oh yeah. No, honestly, even with Jacoby Myers, I think he could probably bench that and do whatever. I don't know, but I think, you think that, Myers. So you think he goes Myers out, Kelsey in, Mayfield out. Yeah, whatever. The people I see are Mahomes, Jones, Henry, Singletary, and Kelsey. Those guys are going to blow up. And uh, Wow, interesting. You're looking plus, for an interesting plus. call that you're saying potentially 200, triple threat for DeVita, and you're even calling for three guys on his bench to move in. Two of them, I think, are obviously, and you even would throw Singletary in. I'm not going to have you, Case, go to Andy. Steve, I'm going to let you kind of take the uh, take the white space and do your thing. I'm going to have Case loves sure. to comment. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Case's favorite thing to do is comment on Lloyd's team now that spares boom that he can't comment on spares team. This obviously is not the roster Lloyd has. Oddly enough, I agree with Pete's analysis. I do also think Lloyd has some excellent matchups this week. You have to assume two is in. You obviously take London out. You've got I, give me your thoughts on who Lloyd should be playing. I think this is the highest scoring game of the week. Do you see it similarly? And who's your pick? As you yeah, the, hard, the hardest part about this week is scrolling back and forth between the bench and the starting lineup to see who actually is going to play because neither <laughs> guy's in their lineup. It's a pain. Um, yeah, I guess uh, for, for Dan's okay. sake, um, seeing some life out of Kendall Walker's got to be a nice little bump for him. Um, London on a bye makes that decision easy. He always likes to have one flyer off the bench get into that lineup. So this week that might be easy. Najee in. For, for London and make it make it clean. Um, it's interesting because I think with Pete's analysis, like I don't I didn't pick a pick a winner before this. I was going off the cuff. Wow. But, yeah, but like what he said, all I don't agree with him that he's gonna hit 270 or, or have this, you know, or, or amazing week. But I think it was uh it was good. I'll take Davita. Your response is, I don't think he's going to have the all-time scoring record. Thanks, Kate. Yeah, really I don't think he's going to be all-time scoring record. Hey, what kind of hat do you have on tonight? I have super high standards. Put it on, man. What kind of hat do you have on? <laughs> oh, Tom Brady. RIP. TB12. I didn't know. I didn't know they made TB12 do rags. Steve, Steve, a couple cues. Um, I think the only cue that potentially could do anything is Aaron Jones, but he seems to be in. So it's a decently straightforward game. Um. I think that London spot's interesting. I personally would put Rasheed Rice in if I'm Lloyd just to try to counter if Mahomes goes off on Monday night. Andy's going to have said. a different roster. And I re this to me, this is the highest scoring game of the week. I think these two teams together, I think it's close. Um, tell me what your take is on the game. Where's your key matchup and who's your pick? So I agree with you. This is this is a must-win for DeVita on multiple levels. Um First of all, he's got to break this losing streak, and he's playing another guy that's uh, two games ahead of him in the standings here, and he's got he's chasing. You can't get yourself down three games with, you know, not a lot of time left in the regular season. To go back with what uh, Pete said, I agree. I think his roster is built for this week. Um, I don't love Derrick Henry this week, though. That's the only scary thing for me on the road against Jacksonville. After Jacksonville just got lambasted by San Francisco, um, I think Jacksonville's going to have lamb based. Good word with good word with Turkey Day coming up. Thank hey, you, Steve. Steve, give me your rankings on sides. Top three on Thanksgiving. Go. Mashed potatoes. One. Oh, awful call. See, I love my mom's broccoli cauliflower casserole. All right. Well, I didn't have your mom's. Two. <laughs> Two. Um, stuffing. Bread or meat? Uh, meat. Me. I'm a bread stuffing guy. Hey, you know what I think is disgusting? Most overrated side on Thanksgiving? Squash. Cranberry no, but let me just tell you one thing. Cranberry I'm sauce. Cranberry <laughs> sauce. Get out of here, cranberry sauce. Ugh. So good. Gel gelatin out of the key. Oh. It's got to be, it's got to have the ridges from the can in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just taking the Vito. Put on the dish, Pete. Yep, absolutely. You got it. Uh, I'll put that. I like the analysis 
and I like the DeVita pick. I think DeVita's team is lined up. I want to just pause for a quick second. I do think we have not given Lloyd's team the appropriate due as we get ready for week 11. I think there still is two spots that Dan could exploit. What, what, Steve? I picked Lloyd last week. I've been giving him props. I I said this game. What's your cat's name again, Pete? Sam. Sam. Sammy. Look at him giving you the side eyes. Like, Does he know up, his like, name? Is it the same male Sam or female Sam? Why does it matter? He identifies as a male. All right. Yep. Is there a difference on like the cat's mentality? If there are like, do you prefer a male cat, female cat? Um, female. Uh, no, I, 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 I've had both. The, Steve, you're a big cat guy. What's the difference? I mean, I know like the difference. Only but had, what's the difference? <laughs> I've only had female. I have no idea. What's the difference, Pete? You only. Guess, uh, the no, two Mike, I've only I've only had the uh, when I moved. Do in you, the this, this is my question. It's a serious question. Do you purposely say we prefer female cats for no. this reason? Or you just I went out and I got the first cat that uh, that came up to me. Homeless Very cats. Good. I like that. Pete. I'll take Andy. Let's go for the sweep. I, I do think Lloyd's team's pretty good. I was going to comment, but then I got this random cat rant. So all right. Well, let's, this is a big one. Are we at the if Davida loses, is he done? If seven losses for yeah. Andy, is he done? No, I, I think he. I think he digs himself a massive. Well, I think he's gonna have to win out. Put it that way. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. But he can, and I think he's got a talented team that can put up points, and he has enough points. Yeah. I don't think. I would he's, say he's not done, but he is on the verge of being done. We're so consolidated. Oh. You know, the league's tight. The league's tight, and we all I have losing. I've heard. Steve. I've heard a lot. Um. What's up, Sammy? Next game, another one. Key playoff implications here: six and four, five and five. Two guys right in the middle of the league. What was that? <laughs> out of Speaking of someone you want to jump out of your arms, Innis takes on Kaleli, six versus four, five and five, six and four. Big one for playoff implications. Pete, preview it. All right, I don't want Casey to fall asleep, so we'll go quick here. Seven and four. Uh, Mike is seven and four against uh, Innis since 2017. Uh, this is a rematch of the week two matchup that Mike boomed on Innis's ass, 191 to 148. Uh, this was also the biggest blowout of the week. Key players here, DJ Moore against Detroit. Keenan Allen just took him for two touchdowns last week. Terry McLaurin against the Giants. He uh, the, the Giants just got torched by Dallas last week. Terry, I'm sure, can do a little bit of damage against them. I think the key player overall is going to be Flowers, who I think is going to go for a couple, uh, couple of big plays in the Ravens game Thursday night, as I said. Um, so with that, I am going to favor Innes um, in the win. Case, I meant to say David is my upset, but I was on that cat rant. Give me David as my upset. Steve, I am – do you know how Yahoo sends you the notifications on, like, this person is now questionable? I was just, I was working. I didn't have my phone. I look at my phone. I had four things. Q, 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 Q. Are my guys playing? Give me the thoughts on what to do with my roster, the jackpot of all jackpot. No, not jackpot. What's the thing at the thing where you pull the thing? Spot sheet. The Spot thing is the thing where you pull the thing. Pete knew what I meant. Thanks, Pete. Steve, give me your thoughts on my roster. Do I have the right guys in there? What's going on with these injuries? And give us your pick. Case, after Mike went off to his sides, did you get my DeVita upset as well? I got your pick, yes. I didn't Thanks. get Pete, I didn't get Pete's pick in this matchup because Mike just jumped in there. So. I said Innes. Pay attention. I, know I missed it with the stuff that happened right after. Pay attention. Jeez, Pete. I'll listen back to it tomorrow. Pipe down. You listen, you listen to it. One of the five times you listen back, keep track of it. Pipe down. Steve. Mike. Uh, so, yeah, you've got three guys with cues. Um, you got a thumb, you got a knee, and then Saquon's whole body hurts because. His- I technically have four guys with cues because Watson might be in too. So I got four cues to deal with. whole body. I think out of all of them, my biggest question mark is Johnson because this popped up out of nowhere with a thumb mm-hmm. issue. Um, I'm sorry, Mike. I hate to do this to you, but I really don't think it's going to matter. I think Innis has great matchups this week. Um, I think the fact that he's, I, I agree with people with Zay Flowers, but I think McCaffrey, after not having a touchdown at home against Tampa, he could end up with two or three this week. Um, and Stroud at home against Arizona, that's a, a Swiss cheese style uh, defense in Arizona. I could, I think Stroud's going to have another big week. Um, and Terry McLaurin's going to go off against the Giants. He seems to always play well against the Giants, and he's at home this week. Um, I'm going to pick Ennis in this game. Wow, interesting. Case, are you following suit with Pod, and you think these are the rosters to have on the field? Who's your pick? 
I'm going to take Ennis with the upset. I'm on the Stroud, Tank Dell stack against Arizona. Their defense is terrible. A good stack matchup for him. I take Ennis upset pick. I haven't picked myself in a couple weeks, guys. I haven't liked my team. I'm going to assume if Johnson's not in, I'll just put Watson in, I guess. DeVito just texted me an offer for Trey McBride, so I could put him in. I'm picking myself. I got to say, guys, I kind of like the chances of my team. And I think the thing that we're poop. there's two things we're poo-pooing over that I think will help me this week. One is – Nakuka. Okay, three things this week. One is Puka Nakuka. Great to have him back. Stafford's playing. Great. Big for him. Two, Dak Prescott has been relatively on fire the last few weeks, and Carolina's defense has been better on the ground versus the air. DJ Moore hasn't had his quarterback, and that Detroit defense stinks. I think we get a good week out of Moore. I think Kaleli's taking the win. I'm picking myself. I'll go on the island here, guys. I like the squad this week. Yes, Steve. What did you see the thing about Carolina? Because they are the second worst against the run. Uh, I just watched the game last week and I stopped the run. <laughs> I just make stuff up, dude. You think I do any research? I literally just show up and click a button. Do you make things up in favor of your team? <laughs> you know, I make things up in favor of my picks. Lone Wolf. Um, <laughs> next game. Speaking of Lone Wolf, only guy in 10th place right now because he's only 2 and 18. Let's go to Case's team. He gets Breen a week he needs a W. So could be a lock across the board, but let's get some picks in there and a preview. Case. Breen. Uh, Breen is 7-5 and five against Casey since 2017. Uh, Casey beat Breen by 40 big ones in week two, so it was a beatdown in the past. Uh, key players here, I like uh, most start at home against the Raiders. Um, I also think St. Brown at home is uh, is kind of like a cheat code. Breen, he's not really starting anybody that should be rostered, so I'm going to pick Casey. <laughs> uh, it looks like this is a good week to get Breen because Ramondre's out, and he doesn't appear to have that many other good players. Steve, do you think there's do you think there's any analysis here, or are you also taking Case, and are you locking Case with the roster he's going against? Lock, boom, Case. Next. Uh, lock, boom, case for me. I think this is the return of the Mac. Um, I'm going to say that because I like the song, Return of the Mac. I like Thanks. Case's roster this week. I love the return of Mostert. Jefferson coming back is going to help. I do worry a little bit about what Dobbs does. He's been pretty hot, and Breen's roster is just not there. So I think the lock is in place, and I'm going to give a little bit of juge to my buddy Case. He's been taking a beat down for his multiple pod listens, for his old hat, for his interruption style. When have you been the guy that gives something back to someone as you continue to rail on him? I'm saying what other people have grilled on him for, not me. I'm always on Brian's side. Why are you double down? Boom lock. He just really likes the podcast. No, Mike, keep keep going. Casey, we didn't do your pick yet. Uh, Casey, uh, lock. Confident. Uh, Last game, not the toilet bowl because it's the – Tall versus short bowl. Yeah. Four and six. All right, DeVito, the loser of this game, 0%. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Loser of this game is out. We'll yeah, announce it. We've got Breen out. The loser of this game will be out. That will be our playoffs. That will have eight teams going into it post this week. But here's the – this is the true loser leaves town. The Undertaker versus Kane. Retirement bowl. DeLuca versus Spates. Give us the preview. Yeah, my DC partner. Uh, I am eight and four against CJ since 2017. I beat him by 40 points and 167 uh, in week two was my highest score of the season. I think it's interesting because we have a lot of complementary players. Um, where like I have Lockett, he has DK. I have Kittle, he has Debo. And, you know, Mike, you got to dance with it. Um, so I do think that there's going to be a lot of head-to-heads that are that are interesting. Um, I think I might have the advantage in uh, quarterback with Fields kind of limping around. So I'm gonna. I'm going to take that one, and I'm going to go with myself. I'm going to pick myself. Pete, speaking of head-to-head, when you guys shared a bed in D.C., did you sleep head-to-head or head-to-feet? <laughs> I, I think, yeah. I don't remember. I remember Ryan Massage slept in the bathtub for some reason. Who was your – Steve, who was your D.C. partner? I have no recollection of any of these things. I have no idea. What? Hey, you guys know your D.C. partners? Uh, Brad Boyd. It was me, Brad Boyd, Larkin, and Archer in a room. No, I couldn't. No idea. Me, CJ, Andy, and Massagia. <laughs> Lloyd, we uh, we were we were peeking out the window trying to see across to the girls girls on the other side, and Lloyd like reached up and jumped off the bed and grabbed like that plastic thing that holds the curtain back, just freaking ripped it right off the screws. 
Mr. <laughs> Sullivan comes by, knocks on the door. He's freaking trying to hold it up, and we he got yelled at for it. Which Mr. Boy. Sullivan? Uh, the eighth grade teacher. Was he the guidance counselor? No, no he was a math teacher. Room, he was my homeroom teacher. He was a uh, social studies, wasn't? He? Oh, math. You're right, Steve. Math. Uh, oh, so the guy with the, the guy with the mustache. He was also a part-time real estate agent. He I didn't thought have you a mustache. Steve he was back. clean shaven. No. Who was the, the eighth teacher. grade math teacher with the mustache? Uh, Constantino. No, he was a science no. teacher, wasn't he? Was he? A, Constantino was guidance counselor. He was a, he was our eighth grade science. science. He, he was eighth grade science before he came up to the school. This podcast just got so milfed out. Call in three Milford Pete. We haven't referenced it in a while, so it's good to go deep. Speaking of Milford, two OGs in Milford. Steve, uh, doesn't appear to be any injuries. Lockett, I think that's more of a maintenance cue. Uh, give us your pick on this game. Can Spates get some boom momentum and take down DeLuca? Uh, I think the battle of the running backs on Thursday night are going to play a big part in this. Mixon and Edwards. I think if Edwards can get off to a big lead here, that's going to be a boom for, for Pete. Um, well, he's picking me to boom. Yes. I heard a pick case to boom. Oh. Um, but <clears throat> I want. I think I do think the one thing that's going to hurt uh, Spates in this matchup, I think Samuel is not going to have the same type of game he just had because I, like I said, McCaffrey I think is going to have a big game. Um, but I do. I do think that Robinson continues uh, his great season against the Giants. That defense is awful, and Gibbs is going to have a good one in the dome at home against Chicago. So I think it's just too much for Pete to overcome here. I'm taking Spates. Sorry, bud. Case, I don't know how you keep your spreadsheet. I'm not going to comment or ask. How easy would it be for you to say <laughs> what? I'm not going to comment or ask, but I'm going to backdoor ask you. Right? I'm going to ask you a question right now. But... No, no, no. Meaning if you're doing it in a way that you can't do my ask, I'm not going to judge it. If Fine. I asked you, if I said, hey, if we could say Pete picked five out of five every week, could you tell me what the records of teams would be? Like who Pete picked the most, what people would do you have it that way, or do you have it more uh, like, like who's my dog that I pick? I don't have, I don't have uh, who Pete has picked the most, but I could figure that out. Yes, I can. Do Jeez, Case. What, I, what I'd love to see, Case, is just like I feel like you guys always make fun of me because I like Spades for so long. I mean, if you're gonna do a segment and he asks you a question, you got to be ready to answer it. I don't no, know no, if you heard this earlier, Pete. Pete, when he throws Pete. a question to me, I, I, have, I, have, I have, I have, I have how many times each team has been picked cumulatively by the pod. So all four of us combined. I also have everybody's record by a Yahoo uh, favorite versus a Yahoo underdog. So we'll see who are front runners and who can't play from behind. And then I have everybody's peak uh, picks, their booms, their superlatives, all their percentage, all that stuff. But I can easily go back and tell that up for you. Yeah. So for case, you. What I would, don't have my what I would, because that was extremely boring. What I would love for next week is just give us like, who's the team that I pick too many times to and they lose, Pete. And who do I always pick to lose? And they always win. Just give us like the outliers. I just want an outlier segment. I'm going to take Spates this week. Sorry, Pete. I'm going to ride his momentum. Um, I have no comment on the game. I'm half paying attention to what's happening. The pod's pretty long. That's my pick. I think I have my superlatives done, Case. Wonder why it's long. I have my superlatives. Uh, interruptions. Yes, you're all set. All right, great. You get the last word, uh, Brett. I'll take Spates. Eckler's back. And so is his team. And apparently Brian Robinson is actually reincarnated. So I'm going to ride Spates. All right. Oh, well, yes. Steve, any last words for your smoking launch? Oh, no. Case, do the recap. Who picked who? Okay. First matchup, DeVito versus Christian. Kaleli, <laughs> DeVito, and myself went with Steve. DeLuca's Lone Ranger on Christian. Davida has a sweep with several superlatives locked in in his matchup. Kaleli versus Ennis. Kaleli picked himself for the first time in a while. That'll probably be your low pick, Mike, overall as yourself. All right, Ennis gets three, a uh, couple upsets. Uh, we have a case sweep. We have a Spates three to one with Pete picking himself. Ah. All right. Well, I'm hoping the pod listened to that when they listen back. I wasn't listening to a single thing that you said. I got nothing else for the week. Anybody want to go on a high note? Hey, what are we doing next week with Thanksgiving? Tuesday night? I think yeah, we're all going to be like this. Tuesday night? I mean, I'll do whatever you want, but. We're hosting on Thursday, so I'm good on th Wednesday or Tuesday. If that's better for everybody else. I think I could do, uh, I could do Tuesday or Wednesday. 
Steve, is that a do rag filter that you have on? No. Oh. Steve, what day can you do? You pick, buddy. Whatever you want. We'll do Wednesday. If we're all good for Wednesday, we'll stick. Pete, you're good Wednesday? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll be in I'll be in Connecticut. I can do it. It's not a big deal. Wait, you're coming to Connecticut? Yeah. When are you coming? We've already talked about this. Tuesday night. He's coming tomorrow. He's coming Friday to play golf. I, I would have come Friday, but you guys whipped out. I didn't. It's me. It's my bad. It's my bad, everybody. Sorry about that. But let's close tonight for Brian, for Steve, for Pete. Happy week 11, separator week, everyone. Good luck out there. Oh, no. Where's the record button? <laughs>